Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Icon, the podcast. Uh, my name is David, the host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. We talk pop culture, we play pop music, and we just got off our show this morning. We had a great show, and you know what? I, <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Uh, and you know what? This is going to be an even better podcast. So I'm excited to talk about some stuff today. Um, if you guys already don't, be sure to check out Pop Icon Radio on Instagram at Pop Icon Radio. Throw me a follow on there. I'd really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, without further ado, let's just jump right into the show. This is, uh, I think, our 13th show. Uh, lucky number 13. Congratulations to me. Let me give myself a pat on the back really quick. All right, there. We're fine. Um, so, yeah, we're on the 13th episode. We have got so much different pop culture to talk about this week. Um, I have been in the... in. I have been going through it. I have been going... I'm, like, in the thick of it right now. We are ending classes this week, and you know what? I am a little behind in one of them, so I'm getting some stuff together right now. Um, so I'll be doing that pretty much all day today, all day tomorrow. Well, after this podcast, of course. Um, so that's always fun. It's always great to, you know, wind down the semester and just, you know, get one, you know, end one chapter and start the next. I think that like next semester, I think I, I have one class left and I'm graduated. So that's awesome. I'm excited for that. Um, you know what? Let's just jump into the show, guys. Uh, we can start off how we always start off the show. We have got our Box office top 10 and our Billboard Hot 100 top 10 um, to start things off. We've got our box office top 10, Thanksgiving at number 10, 2.6 million. At number 9, we have got Silent Night, 3 million. At number 8, we have got The Shift, 4.3 million. At number 7, we have got Animal, 6.4 million. At number 6, we have got Napoleon, 7.2 million. At number 5, we have got Wish, 7.7 million. At number four, we have got Trolls Band Together, 7.8 million. At number three, we have got Godzilla minus one. What, wait, Godzilla minus one, um, 11.4 million. At number two, we've got The Hunger Games, A Ballad of Songbird and Songs. Or wait, no, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, my bad. 14 million. They've crossed the 100 million threshold, so I'm, I'm happy for them. Congrats to Rachel Zegler. Um, and number one this week, we have got Beyonce's uh, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Uh, 21 million. Congratulations to her. I knew that was going to, you know, print some money, but didn't Taylor Swift do like 100 million? Is that, Am I lying? Am I right or am I wrong? I feel like she did like 100 million on like the Eras tour like first week. So maybe that just goes to show you that Beyonce's fans are not as loyal as, as the Swifties are. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. So that's our box office top 10 of the week. Um, we can jump right into our, what else can we jump into? Let's jump into our Billboard Hot 100 top 10 of the week. Uh, so this week we have got a new number one, which is really exciting. It's going to be kind of crazy actually. Um, so this week we have got a couple of songs uh as i guess we can start out with number 10 we have got it's the most wonderful time of the year andy williams with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer it's the 
At number nine, we have got Snooze, SZA. At number eight, we have got Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat. At number seven, we have got Taylor Swift with Cruel Summer. At number six, we have got A Holly Jolly Christmas by my buddy Burl Ives. I'm just kidding. He's not my friend. I don't really even know him that much. Have a holly jolly Christmas. At number five, we have got Last Christmas, Wham. At number four, we have got Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. At number three, we have got Lovin' On Me, Jack Harlow. At number two, we have got All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. And our number one song this week, we have got Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. Um, congratulations to her. Brenda Lee breaks a record for the oldest artist in history to score a number one single on the Hot 100 at the age of 78. Um, so that's really exciting for her. Congratulations. Um, I'm sure Mariah will be up there in the next week or so. Uh, but that right now, that's our box office top 10 and our Billboard Hot 100. We can jump into a little bit of pop culture news next. So I guess we can start with some television news this week. We have got Gossip Girl or former Gossip Girl star Savannah Lee Smith to star in Cruel Intentions, the series adaption uh, set at an elite Washington, D.C. college where two ruthless step siblings will do anything to stay on top of the cutthroat social hierarchy. Uh, Savannah will play, I guess, the uh, the Reese Witherspoon type character, the Annette type character, um, who's the daughter of the president or the vice president or something. I don't know. Um, so that should be interesting. Savannah was one of the like shining stars of the, uh, of the dimly lit um, gossip girl reboot. Uh, I really didn't like it. There was like a couple of things that I liked. I loved Emily Allen Lind. I love the way that she taught her character was like kind of fun. Um, the guys were attractive. Uh, and then I also loved her, Savannah Smith, and she wasn't, like, even, like, one of the main characters. Her and, like, Zion Morano were, like, two of the side characters, and they were, like, two of my favorite, like, parts of the show. I don't know. That show got canceled. This show hopefully won't get canceled, so we'll see how that goes. Um, up next, we got a little bit more... Co- uh, 
We got some more Kardashian news. Uh, so Kim Kardashian is set to star in a new Hulu legal drama series produced by Ryan Murphy. Uh, her character is described as a Los Angeles. Uh, wow, that's a weird way to describe it. As a Los Angeles most successful divorce lawyer and the owner of an all-female law firm. Um, okay, that should be interesting, I guess. I don't know. Who's like, I guess Ryan Murphy, I was about to say, who's asking for Kim Kardashian to like star in a legal drama, but I guess Ryan Murphy like literally is. So we'll see how that goes. She's also going to be in like a new Netflix film that's going to be coming out soon. I think it's going to, it's called The Fifth Wheel. Um, it's curious to see how that goes. Miss, uh, Miss Kardashian jumping into her, uh, acting era ever since she did Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story Delicate. They're filming it again now. I didn't watch the first half. I really didn't. I'm sorry. Um, did I have any interest in it? A little bit. I kind of like Emma Roberts, but also she's kind of like a dork. Um, and then I like Kim Kardashian sometimes, but she's also like a dweeb. So I don't know how I feel about that. Um, so that's a little bit of TV news. We can jump into a little bit more TV news. We have got the Fallout television show um, premiering their trailer. And it looks pretty freaking good. Um, I have to be honest with you. It stars Ella Purnell um, and a couple of other guys. I don't really know who they are. But basically, like, it's, like, set 200 years in the future after, like, an explosion, like, a bomb that, like, went off and like destroyed like humanity so it's based off of a video game series i didn't really play the video game sorry um but i'm curious to check it out with like ella parnell in it and also the trailer was like really kind of good so if you get the chance to check it out um it's called fallout i don't know when it premieres i think early next year there was one thing i didn't like though it was like the trailer's like from the people who brought from the studio that brought you the boys and two day shipping. And I'm like, you don't have to like remind us that you're like Amazon. That's so like gross. I like don't want to consume this. Like knowing that it's like Amazon now. I don't know. Is that like petty? Maybe so. But yeah, so that's interesting. That's a little bit of television news. We can jump into maybe a little bit of movie news. Lord, so I guess we can get into a little bit of movie news. Um, has anybody heard of this new movie that is out on Netflix now? It's called May December. Um, it stars Julianne Moore, Natalie Portman, Charles Melton. I don't know. I've heard like a lot about it. All good things, but like I'm like scared to watch it personally. Like for those of you that don't know, it's based. I feel like it's based off of the like Mary Kay Letourneau like case where she like. She was, like, banging her, like, student. I shouldn't say banging. Maybe I say what it is. It's, like, raping her, like, 13-year-old student. Um, and so the movie is about an actress who goes to a this, like, hometown of this, like, couple who had, like, a like controversy like that um that are currently like married and she's gonna be like natalie portman's gonna be portraying julia moore in the movie um about her life and like how she like found herself in that sticky situation um i don't know like growing up i was always like i was always disgusted by mary Kay letourneau she had that fucking those like bangs and i was like oh my god predator um but like everybody else i don't not everybody else because there was a couple of people like that's wrong but like usually like older guys were like you wish i had that and i'm like ew you want to you wouldn't be molested that's creepy um but then it's also weird because like mary kayla turner like she married that guy and like they had children together even more children together um 
I don't know. I need to check this movie out because I, if it's as shunking as I like truly think it is, like it's going to be one to talk about. It's probably going to be making like getting like a lot of awards. I saw like one scene of it where Julianne Moore's like, "Who's the boss? Tell me who was the boss? Who was the boss?" And then I was like, I was like taken back to this moment that I saw on like Twitter of like this video of Mary Kay Letourneau like in an interview with the guy where they're like talking about it. She's like, "Who was in charge? Who was in charge? You tell him who's in charge." I was like. He was 13. You were like 30 something, you weirdo. I don't know. Especially being now like in my 30s. You you can't do that. That's fucking that's disgusting. Weird. Um so May December out now on Netflix. Uh check it out if you guys are interested. Also out on Netflix right now, Black Swan speaking of Natalie Portman. Um Sheila Hake stars in Black Swan, Mila Kunis. That movie is also, like, a total mindfuck. So maybe if you just, like, want to be mindfucked by, like, Natalie Portman this month, check out either one of those movies. Also, I was on Peacock earlier watching Real Housewives, of course, um, and I saw that they have, like, The Exorcist Believer. It's already out. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll watch it. But like Stacey said, it was, like, kind of corny. So maybe I won't watch it. We'll see how it goes. Um, we can jump into some – let's jump into some pop music uh, news – next i don't know why i said it like that okay so we can do a little bit of music news now um so the weekend and Fortnite are teaming up together for a collaboration um i know everybody that's what they were looking for is like the weekend and Fortnite to collab on a like extravaganza but you know what it's here now. So The weekend and Fortnite are now planning something called the uh, Fortnite Festival. And The weekend is going to be the first one who is going to be headlining this festival. I'm guessing it's going to be an annual thing because um, it says the first entirely music-based mode to be introduced to the game launches December 9th. So I'm guessing it's the first of many. Um, so Fortnite has announced its first headlining act for its festival game and it's the weekend um fortnite festival is set to launch exclusively in fortnite on december 9th the canadian artist dropped a trailer tuesday night featuring different the weekend skins performing his 2002 2002 2022 hit take my breath um according to a press release festival fortnite festival is a new music game where players can play in a band with friends or perform solo on stage with hit music by their favorite artist Okay, um, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Fortnite Festival will be the first entirely music-focused mode to be introduced in the popular game. While Fortnite is developed by Epic Games, Festival is developed by Harmonix, the studio behind the Rock Band game franchise. Um, so that's interesting. I guess if you guys are into that type of thing, um, uh, check it out. Uh, there's like a lot of video game news this week. I don't know why. Like up in the floodgates last week, I guess. Um, so up next, we have got... Uh, singer Ashanti being pregnant with Nelly, uh, his baby. So that's amazing. Congratulations. I think, did they ever do a song together? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. They're a very attractive couple. Didn't know that they were together really. Um, but I guess they're like doing their thing and I'm happy for them. I always thought like Ashanti and Ja Rule should got, should have been together, but you know what? Congrats to Nelly, I guess. Um, so I guess let's get into a little bit of last, uh, last music news a little, 
I'm kind of like annoyed talking about this. So Billie Eilish um, accuses Variety of outing her in a cover story. Um, so Billie Eilish has asked people to stop discussing her sexuality as she accused a magazine of outing her. Um, the bad guy singer suggested she was attracted to women in a recent cover interview for the U.S. outlet Variety and at the magazine's Hitmakers Award uh, over the weekend. Billy was asked on camera if she had meant to come out. <laughs> Billy's since uh, sarcastically thanked uh, Variety for outing her instead of talking about anything that matters. Um, she writes, thanks Variety for my award and also outing me on a red carpet at 11 a.m. instead of talking to me about anything else that matters. I like boys and girls. Leave me alone about it, please. Literally, who cares? And I'm like, literally nobody cares. Like, shut up. Like, you having to go out there and make, like, another statement after that. I get it. I was, like, I, I was 20 coming out of the closet, too, before. And I was I thought everything was, like, end of the world dramatic. And it really wasn't. Everybody, can like, got over it eventually. Um, you just got to kind of do your own thing. But I guess you really can't do your own thing whenever you have got, like, 100 million views on you at all times. Like, all these eyeballs from every angle, people who like love you, people who celebrate you, to people who like hate you. So, I mean, I get it can be like tough, but at the same time, like, has she not been going through that her entire career? Just like people like coming at her. I don't know. Get a thicker skin, girl. Um, uh, what else can we get into? So let's just jump into some more pop culture news. Like I told you guys, we're going to be talking about some more video game news. Um, so less than 24 hours before its anticipated debut, the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer appears to have leaked. The unconfirmed trailer appeared on X slash Twitter early Monday morning and quickly sped like wildfire around the internet. Um, the account was quickly suspended, more or less confirming that the trailer was indeed real. Um, still, the post had thousands of likes before the trailer was taken down, meaning that plenty of fans got eyes on it before it went down. Um, Rockstar followed by releasing the actual trailer to its channel with, with a self-deprecating, our trailer has leaked, so please watch the real thing on YouTube. You can watch the full thing there on YouTube. And from what I hear, it's doing pretty good. I think that it's got like it, the most the most views, right? Like, for a trailer, the GTA 6 trailer has already broke the record for most views in a 24-hour on a non-music YouTube video. Um, it will have to pass $108 million to break the overall record. I'm sure it can. A lot of people are, like, excited for that. Um, I guess this new game, you can play, like, a lady character named Lucia. Lucia. I don't know. She looks cute, though. She's wearing, like, a crop top, like, sweater, and she's got, like, a high pony. She's, like, Spanish, Latina. Um... We'll see how it goes. I'm sure. Did I play five? I think I did. Um, so I'm sure I'll probably play six. So that's great. So like a little bit of um, video game news. We can get into that weird like interview with like Elon Musk, I guess, next. So has anybody seen this like Elon Musk like interview? I don't know what was going on there. Um it was at the 2023 Deal Book Summit in New York on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. Uh, so the Tesla CEO, 52, sent a strong message out there telling companies who want to blackmail him uh, with advertising to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I know it's just so okay. Um, Musk said, "What this advertising boycott is going to do? It's going to kill a company, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company." I don't know. I think I think it's like an egotistical man who's like killing the company. I don't know. Is he killing the company? Is he really doing that bad? I don't know. Um, so Elon Musk is sharing his thoughts on advertisers pulling their ads from X. Um, uh, 
and his response to companies that were worried about advertising on the former platform known as Twitter, um, his response is, don't advertise. Uh, if someone's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves is that clear i hope it is he continued um you have to like watch the video of it because like whenever he's like go fuck yourselves like he like did a pause like waiting for people to like laugh and hoot it was like very uncomfortable and so he like had to repeat himself to like get everybody to like respond to him like the way that he wanted them to it was very odd um so when pressed by interviewer andrew ross Sorkin during the panel about the ripple effects of advertisers pulling away must noted what this advertising boycott is going to do it's going to kill a company and the whole world will know that these advertisers killed the company I don't, he's like a very odd way of speaking i don't know he's like south african or something i don't know is he the worst guy in the world I don't think that he is. I feel like maybe he's doing some good. Maybe he's doing some bad, though. I don't know. Um, everything is just like, this is like the I don't know podcast. Um, so his words appears to be a response to Iger, uh, Bob Iger from Disney, who addressed Disney pulling away from the platform at the summit earlier in the day. The Disney CEO said that despite the fact that he had a lot of respect for Elon and what he's accomplished, he cannot stand by his actions, as reported by Deadline. By him taking the position that he took in quite a public manner, we just felt that association with that position and Elon Musk and X was not necessarily a positive one for us. And we decided we should pull our advertising. Uh, the Disney CEO said during the Q and A. Um, so I guess that's like within their right, but it's also within Elon Musk's right to go on that platform afterwards and be like, "Go fuck yourselves." Like that's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Is he? What's next for that guy? So let's get into a little bit more um, pop culture news. We have got Raquel Levis making her first appearance um, at like the Kiss FM, like iHeartRadio, like Jingle Ball, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, but she made her first appearance on the red carpet. She looked amazing. She hasn't been seen like publicly really anywhere beside like on the Bethany podcast. Um a couple of months ago but like other than that she hasn't really said anything uh, but she showed up and she showed out she stepped out on the red carpet she looked amazing she's a beautiful she's like a beauty queen she's never gonna look bad um but i was like very happy to see her i think it's time she deserves like her piece of the pie um and i guess this is coming off the heels of her announcing her podcast it's called rachel goes rogue um and if i'm gonna be honest with you i'm really excited to hear about it it comes out in January, which is when the new season of Pump Rules starts up again. And you know what? She's going to be able to tell her side of the story while they're talking about their side of the story. And it's going to be under her control. So I think that was the smartest thing that this girl could have done. Um, and you know what? I hope that she gets paid some money after that. Um, I'm sure she is going to because her podcast is through iHeartRadio, which, I mean, they do a few of the Housewives podcasts. I'm pretty sure they do pretty well doing them. So I'm happy for that. She, like, deserves a piece of the pie. It's It seemed like everybody except for her was able to profit off of that whole situation, the whole scandal of all of it all. And so now that she's able to, like, get back out there and, like, do her thing and, like, it's only right. I'm sorry. What she did wasn't, like, the worst thing in the world. Yeah, she had to wear, like, a scarlet letter for, like, a month. But you know what? After that month, like, leave her alone. It, like, it was what it was. It wasn't your boyfriend, bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, how I feel. Like, it wasn't your man. Like, get over it. Because um, if you can't get over it, that means that you're just, like, 
you're what is the word you're just like holding on to something that like has nothing to do with you like and you're like trying to make it about yourself when it's like not about you it's about like those people and i'm thinking those people are like on their way to moving on right i don't know i heard like this interview where like tom schwartz was like i think this is gonna be a tom sandoval like redemption season i'm like oh my god he didn't even have like the like asshole season you have to have the asshole season before you have the redemption season have this be the asshole season, and then next season he can be have a redemption like arc. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Um, so I'm happy to see that. Happy to see Raquel out there. Um, I would love to go on the Rachel Goes Rogue podcast also because um, I have a lot of thoughts on all of those like pump rules, like cast members, and especially like this new like Valley Rules like group that's going to be coming out here. I guess in like April or so with like Jax and. Kristen and Brittany I don't know we'll see how it goes um but Rachel if you hear this have me on your pod I'll, I would love to have you here on pop icon um but up next we can get to a little bit of crazy news so I guess we can get into like a little bit of like kind of like funny kind of like sad kind of like pathetic news um so do you guys know who Ruby Ruby Rose is I didn't know who she was either I've seen her heard of the name a couple of times and a couple of pictures of her you know what I mean I'm thinking like Instagram like model um but apparently she's like a rapper too she was on baddies like at the auditions I think but she didn't really do or say anything that stuck out in my mind um so she's like a beautiful girl and apparently she posted on x saying I ran into my number one spender on OnlyFans like with like the cry face emoji and she pulls up this man's profile they have she's posted like a picture of the two of them together um first of all it's a really scary man and he like is bald with like a really long beard and he's wearing like a too tight shirt and it says if i die delete my browser history and his pants are like pastel what is going on there but she's got pink hair she's looking good she's showing off his phone guess how much he spent on her you will never guess how much this man spent on talking to ruby rose he spent sixty thousand dollars um just speaking with her that's crazy sixty thousand dollars is a lot of money um he must be doing well to be doing that but at the same time like i'm pretty sure somebody was like somebody said hey wasn't he on like true life i'm addicted to porn <laughs> and like apparently he was like mtv's true life i love that show that show needs to actually come back that show was like ahead of its time um uh, he was like on it like 15 years ago like addicted to porn then i guess he's kind of addicted to porn now he's addicted to ruby rose now um so he spent a lot of money on her i'm kind of scared for her though because like i'm sorry he's your number one spender and you just happen to run into him out in public yeah it was probably fucking an accident it was like it was like random to you but it wasn't to him he's stalking you girl get out of there run get out of that fucking situation right now um but that's like kind of funny oh my gosh um so if you guys follow me on instagram you know i'll post like a story from time to time uh just like to talk to get conversation going i posted this and i said uh, we are going to be talking about this on pop icon so this woman monogamish and me um like monogamy and me like monogamish there's an amish is she amish i don't know um all i know is that she's like posting this like video of her saying like i i can't i don't even know like there are like no words described other than the words that they say so she's like dancing in the video it's like very like quirky she's like even though seeing your partner date others can trigger intense feelings what else does she say 
like ang- like anger, anxiety, and fear or abandonment, what a lot of people don't realize is that through processing these feelings, you can get so much stronger in this and that and the other thing. This woman is pregnant. This woman is full on, nine months pregnant, about to pop a baby out. And she is talking about her partner leaving her to go and fuck other women while she is sitting at the house looking like she's fucking got tears behind her eyes, dancing, like saying that she's happy. Oh my God, are we in like a weird, what is, what is this world that I live in? Um, I feel so bad for her. The pain in her eyes is like so real girl, like get out of that situation. You can get out of that. Like she just needs a, she needs help. She needs a support system. How do you feel about that? You're nine months pregnant your partner's out there and you're, they're fucking somebody else. Like while you're at home, like dealing with all like the drama. I don't know. I would like leave my partner, right? Isn't that what you should do? I feel like everybody should do that. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm curious as to what everybody else's opinion is. Um, Could you deal with like a partner who was like, who wanted to be like open? I don't know. I I couldn't. Uh, I've had that, you know, that question posed to me a couple of times and the answer is no, I can't do it. Um, And I'm not going to. And so with that said, we can jump into one of our last stories. Well, actually, no, it's not a last story. He's got a couple of stories. So yeah, this like next to this next story is like a bit of a doozy. So we have got Juliana Margulies apologizes for saying black people have been brainwashed to hate Jews. Uh, Margulies, who plays a lesbian character on the morning show, also shared outrage at black and queer people for supporting Palestinians. Um, so yeah, during a podcast interview on the war between Israel and Hamas, actor Juliana Margulies asserted that black people should be completely supporting Israel, but have been brainwashed to hate Jews. Um, the claims that are going viral were delivered on the November 21st episode of the back room with Andy Ostroy, a podcast described as a humorous and honest take on politics and pop culture. The conversation was on the war in the Gaza Strip and Ostroy brought up the U S and the Holocaust, a 20. 22 documentary by Ken Burns. Uh, Margulies, who is Jewish, jumped in. It should be mandatory watching, especially for the black community, if I may, because Hitler got his entire playbook from the Jim Crow South, she said. Um, Margulies, star of The Good Wife on CBS and Apple TV's The Morning Show, added, the Nazis were watching how the Jim Crow South were treating slaves and said, oh, great call. Let's do that playbook. That's what we'll do to the Jews, which is also why, in the civil rights movement, the Jews were the ones that walked side by side with the blacks to fight for their rights because they know. And now the black community isn't embracing us and saying we stand with you the way you stood with us. Okay, Juliana. Um, so Margulies added that Jewish allies died for the cause of civil rights, but decades later, as the Israel-Hamas war ramps up, Democratic voters, and specifically black voters, have been less emphatic about expressing support for Israelis versus Palestinians. Um, where's the history lesson in that? Who's teaching these kids? Because the fact that the entire black community isn't standing with us, to me, says either they just don't know or they've been brainwashed to hate Jews. But when you've been marginalized so much as a community, the way I feel like we have been, isn't that when you step up? Girl, what? Oh, my God. Um, She added that this country would be in an uproar if bus drivers had walked out, straightening about 900 area people from Detroit area Jewish group who were trying to attend a march. Wait, what? She added that this country would be in an uproar if bus drivers had walked out, stranded about 900 area people from a Detroit area Jewish group who were trying to attend a march for Israel in Washington, D.C. last month. But because it happened to Jews, for some reason, it's laughable. 
Uh, that was like weird writing. I don't know. Sorry about that. Um, so Mark Lee has also mentioned a flyer for a screening of black lesbian films on campus at Columbia University in October. A message shared with the flyer online read, Zionists aren't, well, aren't invited. Um, while doubling down on her messaging, the organizer of the event told the New York Post that it did not mean all Jewish people were disinvited. As someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show, I am more offended by it as a lesbian than I am as a Jew, to be honest with you, she said. Because I want to say to them, you fucking idiots, you don't exist. Like, you're even lower than the Jews. A, you're black. And B, you're gay. And you're turning your back against the people who support you. Because Jews, they rally around everybody. Boy, girl. Girl. Um, so yeah, she issued a statement apologizing for her words, uh, come to find out. I would hope so. Cause that was like a lot of words. Like I felt like uncomfortable reading those words. I feel like uncomfortable. I'm like, Oh my God, somebody's going to use those words against me. Like one day I didn't say that that was Juliana Margulies. Hello. Star of the good wife. Um, what else has she done? Uh, but her, she wrote an apology. She goes, I am horrified by the fact that statements I made on a recent podcast offended the black and LGBTQIA plus communities, communities I truly love and respect. Uh, Margulies said to Deadline on Friday, I want to be 100% clear. Racism, homophobia, sexism, or any prejudice against anyone's pres- personal belief or identity are abhorrent to me. Full stop. Throughout my career, I've worked tirelessly to combat hate of all kind and anti-Semitism, speak out against terrorist groups like Hamas, and forge a united front against discrimination. I did not intend for my words to so further division for which I sin- I am sincerely apologetic. Okay, I'm glad that she apologized because that is like fucking wild. Um she probably needs to like lay low for a little bit, which I feel like won't be a problem for her because like who is Julian Juliana Margulies? Who is checking for Juliana Margulies? I'm being so serious. Who is Juliana Margulies in this world? Like what else was she in? What was like her biggest roles? Her big role to me is like the good wife and Oh, wait, she was in Ghost Ship, too. I lied. She was also in that. My bad. So I did know two things that she's in. So congrats to her on that. Um, we can get into uh, some some crazy news, some crazy pop culture news. So I guess we can get into, like, a little bit of crazy pop culture news. So everybody knows Blueface. Everybody knows Krishan. Everybody knows, you know, Blueface's, like, old lady. Jaden, Barbie, you know, a little bad little bitch. I'm like a Barbie. Um... Everybody knows like them. I've talked about them on a couple of, on a couple of our past shows. So they have got some like cra- they have been over the past like two days. That's all I've heard about is like their like drama going on. So first things first, um, Blueface rescued his son at four a.m. Um, from where? I don't know. Um, so Blueface says that his fatherly instincts were forced to kick in early in the morning after he allegedly got word that Krishan had left her son in the care of her BFF um, to go get some dick. Uh, so in the wee hours of Monday, Blueface went live on Instagram holding his son, Krishan Jr., and appeared to have taken the infant from Krishan's friend, Marsh. Marsh, uh, who, you know, um, got beat up on baddies by Taseki, uh, Krishan's sister. Uh Marsha was on the phone attempting to contact somebody. It looks like she was babysitting the kid for the mom. Uh, Blueface claims that Krishan abandoned her motherly duties for a booty call, uh, calling the entire scene irresponsible on her part, labeling her a booth bitch. What's a booth bitch? Um, for allegedly ditching their kid in the middle of the night. Uh, the Tatiana's uh, anger didn't end with Krishan. He promised Marsh that his fiance Jane Alexis, who was waiting for her at another destination, to give her the beat down. 
Um, but the cameras like cut down before that could happen. Um, so yeah, that I saw that go down. I was like, God, that's like they they got so much drama going on. Went to sleep, woke up, come to find out. He, Blueface apparently attacked that girl Marge, beat her up, um, and Jaden Alexis and Krishan are now hanging out, friendly. They're fighting with Blueface. They're trashing his house. And now, like, what is going on with them? Oh, my God. The mother's, like, getting involved laughing at them, calling them, like, monsters. Like, I'm like, she's like, how are you, like, having this girl, like, have you ruin your own house? Like, Jaden lives there in this house that, like, she's, like, destroying. So, I don't know. They're weird. They're dramatic. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with them. I'm scared to see what's going to happen with them. Because I was, like, watching that video. It was, like, super late. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And he's, like, walking down the street with, like, the baby with, like, just the baby. No, he's not wearing a jacket, nothing. I'm like, oh, my God. The baby's going to get a freaking cold or, like, sick or something. I I feel bad. Um, so there was just, like, too much drama going on with that. Like, the fact that he, like, stole the baby. And then the fact that he stole it from Mars, the girl that, like, Taseki fought. And then, like, the fact that they were hanging out the next day. He was, like, calling them. And he's, like, he's, like, I feel like, I don't know. This, this has to be, they're filming crazy in love season three right that's what it has to be i don't know blue faces show with krishan on zeus network like that is like to me like that's like a produced story i don't know we'll see how it goes um but we got one final story one crazy final story so i guess we can kind of end the show this week with i know i told you guys before we don't talk about like politics but i've gotten kind of political over the last couple kind of like a couple of shows so might as well talk about this because this is like this is like chef's kiss like everything that we've talked about so far so the house has expelled gop rep george santos over ethics violations um so the house voted friday to expel indicted new york gop rep george santos over ethics violations making him only the sixth lawmaker ever to be ousted from the chamber um, the resolution passed 311 to 114 with 105 representatives or Republicans voting in favor of expulsion. Um, all four House GOP leaders voted to keep San Santos in Congress. Um, so that's crazy. As if everybody doesn't already know, George Santos like got in trouble a couple of weeks ago. Finally got in trouble a couple of weeks ago because he was using like campaign like money to purchase OnlyFans, to purchase Botox, get plastic surgery. I don't know. He was just like cunting out. Um, which is kind of hilarious to me. Um, everybody who knows like George Santos knows that he's like nothing but a liar. I like saw like a list um of every lie that he's lied about. I'm going to have to read this list to you. And it's probably going to be like three minutes long. Or maybe, I don't know. We'll see how long it is. Um, so this is the uh, George Santos cheat sheet. So first things first, he lied about his mother being a victim of the 9-11 attacks despite living in Brazil. He lied about being Jewish. He lied about his, his grandparents surviving the Holocaust. He lied about employees being killed in the Pulse nightclub shooting. He lied about his niece being kidnapped. He lied about where he went to high school. Lied about where he went to college and graduated from, uh, saying Baruch uh, College. He lied about being the star of the Baruch uh, Valley volleyball team. Uh, lied about getting his master's at NYU. He lied about working at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He lied about his employment at Linkbridge Investors. 
Uh, he was charged with credit card fraud in Brazil. He lied about being a landlord and owning 13 properties. He lied about founding an animal charity and personally pocketing donations. He stole money from a disabled vet whose dog was dying. He is accused of writing bad checks to purchase puppies and selling the puppies. Oh, my God. Um, he was indicted on two counts of wire fraud, indicted on two counts of making materially false statements to the FEC. He was indicted on two counts of falsifying records submitted to obstruct the fec he was indicted on two counts of aggravated identity theft oh my gosh uh he was indicted on one count of access device fraud oh my goodness i can this is like a really long list um he was accused of skimming credit cards from atm machines in seattle he defrauded donors and had them donate 50k to his llc instead of his campaign uh, many campaign donors didn't exist or claimed to have not donated he spent campaign funds on personal expenses like sephora hermes OnlyFans, and botox he collected twenty four thousand in unemployment benefits while employed in both 2020 and 2021 uh, he stole the identity of family members <laughs> he used campaign donors credit card information to make additional campaign donations he submitted fraudulent campaign finance filings to the fec he lied about personal loans to his campaign to inflate his fundraising numbers he he reimbursed himself for loans he didn't make. He lied about his marriage and divorce to a woman. He was a drag queen in Brazil. <laughs> oh my God. He lied about acting in Han Montana and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. He lied about acting in a movie with Uma Thurman. <laughs> he lied about helping to produce Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. He lied about being a journalist and executive for Brazilian media giant Globo. And he claimed he was the target of an assassination attempt. Um, that was never found out to be real. <laughs> so that's crazy. That man... He is the most interesting guy in the world. I mean, to have said all of that has had to happen to him and nobody like check him on that. Like, and he's just getting away with just like throwing all this out there. That is like wild to me. So like George Santos, you were like pop icon, maybe of the year. I don't know. You've got like a lot going on, dude, but like, I'm kind of here for it. Um, I'm not really here for it. Especially now that they're doing that thing that where they get like ousted now the entire now everybody starts throwing money at them to like do funny cameos. He's like on cameo now and like doing uh videos for like two hundred dollars, like can't like personalized videos. Um, so I think that that is funny. Maybe I'll ask for one. Who knows? Maybe somebody will buy me one if they really love me. Um, but yeah, that's it guys. I think we are probably going to end the show this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys already don't be sure to check me out on Instagram at pop icon radio and my personal Instagram at Scott Summers, S K O T T S U M M E R S. And also, if you guys already don't, can I get a, like a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or maybe even like a written review? That'd be amazing. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I guess we will see you this, uh, I want to say Friday. Yeah, I guess Friday for our movie date rewind episode of Bring It On. Um, so. We will see you then. Bye.